Hello friends, this is Oluwa Shinakonde from Lagos, Nigeria, and you're welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about an important subject, the subject of why am I here? A lot of us um, are in today's world and we're trying to figure out the purpose of our existence. And sometimes um, the lack of clarity on that, um, you know, leads us to finding answers uh, where, you know, uh, um, answers do not actually exist. And you know, and it's also um, said that uh, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. On the show today, he is an important um, personality. Um, she is an, a woman of many colors, <laughs> right? She is a speaker, she is an author, a coach, and also the executive director of um, Junior Achievement um, Nigeria. And she's on the show today to help us understand this subject better. And I'm so um, excited to have her. Uh, with us today. And uh, yeah, let me welcome our guest to the show, Fully Shock, but I must say welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me today. Yeah. Uh, how have you been, by the way? Great. I've been doing really well. And I hope that you've been good too. Awesome. 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 Thank you, um, Fully Shock. All right. So um, I think it's a good time to dive into our conversation today because I know your involvement, um, you know, with at Wimbies, it's um, it's a testament to, you know, the amazing things that you do, and you know the fact that you're an amazing person, um, right? Oh, so we're talking, purpose, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about purpose. Why am I here? Yeah. And a lot of us, you know, um, are yet to find answers to that questions. Even as Christians, right? We're giving our life to Christ, and you know, we don't just have an answer to that yet. And I'm very um, setting that you're going to be helping us, um, you know, understand um, the subject properly. But before we, um, you know, go in um, deeply, uh, I want to um, start um, by asking you this one important question that I love to ask my guest on the show, and that is the question of um, your relationship with God. Uh, do you mind telling us how you, um, you know, um, started that um, relationship with God? Because I know you are a woman of God, you know, and uh, and I, I mean, please let us into that. Okay. All right. I mean, I was. Um... I was born into a Christian family, so I've always been a Christian, obviously, because my parents were Christian and they brought us up in the Christian faith, you know, so um, always gone to church and all that good stuff. But I think as with most people, um, when you become a young adult slash adult is when you really begin to get that direct connection with God yourself. And, you know, you can say that, okay, I really began this walk. I know some people experience it when they are children, but for me, I think you, I, I would say that it honestly began um, probably in my university days. Um, okay. And really, I think that it's really just been a journey, right? So I was brought up Christian, but my interactions with God and, and my intentionality with him you know, kind of began when I was in university, obviously away from home, you know, going, going to a church that I selected myself, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. And I think that the journey has just been a really, really interesting and amazing journey. I think one of the most important um, things that have happened with me with my journey is just the fact that, you know, it's not, the Christian faith is not like an overnight, you know, like you snap your finger and all these things happen. You know, it's really a process and it's really a journey. Um, it's, it's like when you... Yes, like when you develop a relationship with even a friend, you know, or a spouse or whoever, you know, it takes time. And so 
the relationship that me and God have, you know, has been developing for several years now and it's still developing and I'm loving it. Um, I don't have any like, you know, eureka moments or like this is the moment that this happened for me. I think it's just been a relationship development um, for the for the past few years and still developing. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thanks for letting us into into the Israel Christian experience. Uh, okay, yeah, um, you know, we're talking about why am I here? And for me, I feel that um, before one can answer the question, why am I here? It's important to know um, how to answer the question of who am I? So, um, Felicia, how can one actually answer that question of who am I? Okay, so there are different ways to take this question. But I always believe that you cannot take this question outside of god right um i know that there's a lot of principles in the world you know with regards to how you discover who you are and all that good stuff but i believe it was miles monroe you know that said what you quoted in the beginning about if the um if the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is inevitable now what can tell you the purpose of a thing if not the manufacturer of the thing right so for instance you know i'm sitting here using my laptop and we're using Zoom, you know, to record this. Yeah. If we want to know how to use Zoom, we have to ask the creators of Zoom, you know, to kind of give us an insight into how to use it. The same with my laptop, you know. If I decide to use my laptop as a chopping board because it's flat, you know, and I can put meat mm-hmm. or yam on it and cut it, you know, I will be doing it a great disservice because that's not what it was created for. So I don't think that you can answer the question of who you are without asking the person that created you. And the person that created you is God. So whenever I get that question, it really just always points the person right back to God because he's the one that created you. Now, the second aspect of it for me is that when you even begin to discuss with God about who you are, you know, it's not an overnight or instant response. You know, God is not going to just say to you, hi, Shino, you are blah, you know? God has created all of us to be multidimensional, you know, and you see it in scripture. You know, if you look at the parable of the talents and you look at all the different, you know, talents that God gave different people and just, you know, getting deeper into that scripture, you realize that nobody was really created to be just a thing, you know, so you weren't created to be, you know, just a podcast recorder or just, you know, a career person or just a brother, a son and all that. No, there's so much more, you know, we were, we, we are multidimensional. So even the discovery of that, you know, it takes time and it takes a process of getting to know God deeper. And I believe that God reveals our purpose in part. So who you are is actually revealed in parts. And I think that the most important thing that I've learned about who I am is that I'm not a thing, you know, so I'm not just a wife. I'm not just a mother. I'm not just a sister. I'm not just a career woman. You know, I'm not just a minister. I am all these different things and more rolled up into one. And my journey with God is what has helped me discover that at different stages of my life. Well, thank you so much for the show. You know, looking back, I, um, you know, I um, realized that you wrote this amazing book, um, Dream on Dreamer. And, yeah. you know, um, that's one of the um, books that sort of um, informed my decision to invite you to talk about this subject. When you wrote that book, um, Dream on Dreamer, what was it you were, you know, trying to achieve? Was this- <laughs> you know, so it's interesting because, you know, kind of part of this discovery of yourself with God and, you know, discovering that you're different things, like different aspects of yourself is actually how that book came about. You know, so I'm a dreamer, right? And I've been a dreamer forever. 
um i don't remember when i started dreaming but i'm pretty sure that i've probably been dreaming since i was a child but i just you know didn't i didn't take them as a thing you know i just okay we dream we dream what's the big deal you know and if you kind of think about how the world looks at dreams you know it's so if you look at dreams from a worldly perspective you know then it's quite different from looking at it from a spiritual perspective so the book came to be because god actually asked me to write the book um so like i said i'm a dreamer i've been dreaming forever um i never took my dreams seriously up until maybe about let me say maybe roughly about 10 10 11 years um ago and the reason i started taking my dream seriously was that i was having a conversation with one of my cousins who also happens to be a dreamer (laughs) you know and when i was talking to her about you know just dreams and i wasn't saying it's you know even like in a spiritual way she's the one that made me realize that i needed to start taking my dreams a bit more seriously you know and then she recommended a book or two for me to read and then you know i read them and i started being a bit more intentional about my dream life and fast forward you know years after that god then says to me write this book and i remember when god asked me to write the book honestly i was like god really me writing book because once again you know i'm not I was not the most likely to write a book in, you know, in life because I was never, you know, like a huge fan of reading. I was never really a huge fan of writing, never really a huge fan of English as a language, as a subject in school. You know what I mean? So if you say, oh, who is going to be a writer, maybe out of me and like a bunch of my classmates or friends, it would certainly not have been me. But part of my discovery of myself is that you know, I'm a dreamer. God wanted me to write this book. And the process of even writing the book was not really about me. It was about the message that God was trying to pass through me, um, you know, in the book. And so what I then did, because I, so I'm also a big believer of the fact that all of us have different gifts and talents. And it's very important that you surround yourself with a community of people that, you know, kind of, um, what's the word, kind of, um, I don't want to say highlight, but let me okay. the word is compliment sorry that compliments okay. yours right so for instance i'm not great at editing you know even the writing part was a bit hard for me but i then you know just was able through the help of the holy spirit find a bunch of different people who were you know who have that talent and so oh. together we wrote the book you know and all of the stories in the book are real like so i wrote it in a story format because you know my personality is like i'm very extroverted you know i'm you know i'm a fun loving person i didn't want the book to read like a heavy dream book because i know that when it comes to dreams you know it's very spiritual and people get very scared a lot of people are actually very afraid of dreaming and their dreams because they've had bad experiences or you know they've been told horrible things about dreaming so i wanted the book to be like a light read you know i wanted somebody to read it and feel like they were inside the stories of the dreams and then then go further and talk about what it meant so i was very intentional you know in making it light and not making it too long you know, I wanted to focus on those key messages that I felt like God was trying to bring out of it. And I think the biggest message from that book is just do not be afraid of dreaming. If you're a dreamer, you know, um, steward your dreams, you know, create a conducive environment for your sleep. Do not ignore your dreams, most importantly, because dreams have actually been very instrumental for me, for Lucia, in my life. I can't tell you how many times God has sent a very important message that was life-changing for me, you know, through my dreams. And so for me, it, it's it been so powerful and so instrumental that I was like, 
you know, this book, I was very nervous, you know, I was afraid because it was really like, what's me writes a book? But I was like, I have to release this book because there's many people like me out there who dream, but they don't even do anything with their dreams, you know, and they're sitting on a gold mine, essentially, you know, and God is communicating with them and they don't even know it. So really that's how, that, that's how the book came to be, yeah. Um, great stuff. And then for those who are wondering how to get a book, um, just quickly tell us, uh, how can they get a book? I know it's on Okada Books and where else yes. can they get Okay. Yeah, so the book is, um, it's called Dream On Dreamer by Felicia Baramosini and is available pretty much everywhere that books are sold online. So it's on Amazon, it's on Okada Books, it's on Apple Books. Um, you can get a hard copy from Amazon or from um, rovingheights.com if you're in Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot. All right. So um, back to, uh, you know, the real gist, um, you know. Uh, you've helped us to understand um, how we can figure out who we are and I feel another important question is the question of um, why exactly are we here? I know for you, you are a tech um, you know, enthusiast and you know, now you, you've, uh, you're also an author, uh, you're a speaker and uh, you, know, you have a lot of stuff going on for you but did you uh, at a point um, came to the realization that this is um, why I'm here but I know you said uh, earlier um, as well that um, you know, um, it is important for us to see ourselves as individuals who um, who, are, who get to be reviewed in many parts. You're not just yeah. uh, one mm-hmm. person. So the question of why am I here? How do we answer that? And um, I mean, really, why are, why are we really here? You know, and what is the point in life? Yeah. So, you know, I think that the question of why am I here is... It's an interesting question. And as with everything else, you could take it from different dimensions, you know, but this is, you know, this is a faith podcast. So I'm, you know, I'm focusing on that. I really believe that God created all of us for his glory. I mean, we, we know that, right? So we see it in scripture. When God created me, when he created, he created us and sent us to earth for a reason. Um, The journey for me discovering why am i here i think maybe it's better for me to start from that perspective um we start literally with matthew 6 33 which speaks about seek first the kingdom of god um and all other things will be added onto you when i started asking myself that question because i did for a long time why am i even here and this is after you know i got in I got in two degrees and you know i had a lot of good stuff going on for me but i really was asking that question why am i really here you know, and it was outside of just, you know, the clear spiritual reasons, because we also know that, you know, there's the Great Commission, which is why a lot of us believers, you know, like that's really our overall believer purpose, you know, is this whole Great Commission and, you know, getting getting God's children back reconciled with him. Yeah. But for me, I would say, you know, just on a more like granular scale, why am I here started with that scripture? And the reason it started with that scripture is because if you think about it, you know, you ask yourself all these questions about life. And then you read a scripture like Matthew 6, 33, that says to you that when you seek God's kingdom above all things, he will add all other things onto you. Now, all those other, other things that he's adding onto you are not just, you know, material things or, you know, things that are going to make your life comfortable or whatever or make you happy. No, he's also adding onto you the knowledge of who you are and why he created you, you know. He's letting you know all those different things. And so for me, it really started with that scripture and being more intentional about my relationship with God you know, I, 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 I really believe that anybody who wants to discover why they are here should yeah. just make the efforts to have a more intentional relationship with God. And I'm not saying, you know, that you should follow some, you know, like strange like doctrine or things that are weird. It's really just you deciding every day that you're going to communicate with God, you know. So it starts with as little as you obviously giving your 
well, not little. So you first of all, obviously give your life to Christ. But after that, what, what are you doing? You know, are you praying every day? Are you communicating with him? It goes back to that question about a relationship with God that we started with, you know, you yeah. need to develop that relationship such that God starts communicating with you. When God starts communicating with you, he could do it through dreams. He could do it through people. You know, he, you know, he could do it through your Sunday service in church. He, he could do it through so many different ways. But what happens is that when you begin to cultivate that relationship, just like you do with your friends or your spouse or whoever, you begin to get into a relationship that you guys are just communicating and God begins to unfold things for you. I'll tell you, my journey has been very interesting because what God does with me is that he just puts me in situations that I'm like, wow, there's no way that I could ever have been in this situation or ever gotten this level of grace or this amazing thing happening to me if it was not for God. Like I know because it just came out of nowhere, right? So there are certain things that have happened for me that I know that it's because I'm on this journey and because, you know, I'm very intentional about God. I really want to do every single thing that you created me to do. So I might not know the full reason why I'm here, you know, at least at some point in my journey when, when I didn't, but I want you to just do everything that you want to do with me. You know, I surrender myself to you. Use me as you like, you know, in every single area. All the things that you created me for, I want to do them. I want to die empty of every single gift and talent that you put inside of me. You know, I don't want to leave the world without yeah. doing what it was that you sent me to do. And yeah. I don't know what those things are, but I know that over the course of time, they'll come up. And then God starts putting me in different situations. You know, it can be a job opportunity. You know, it can be an association. So many different things. It can even be a friendship, you know. It can be connecting with somebody. And then all the pieces just start coming together like a puzzle, right? So I think that the most important thing really that I want the listeners to know is that this thing is not instant. (laughs) If anybody tries to sell you an instant one, forget it. It's not instant. It's not instant. It's a journey. It's a journey and it's a relationship with him that reveals all these things. And it is revealed in seasons. It's revealed over time. Yeah. Wow. Thanks a lot, um, Felicia. I mean, uh, hearing you, I I feel that it's important that as humans, we we need to do a lot with journaling so that we can sort of like pay attention to, um, you know, events and the and the circumstances that we get to, uh, you know, to find ourselves and understand why God has put us in those situations yeah. and, you know, and all of that. Oh, thank thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, won't, um, you know I haven't listened to you. I'm also aware of the fact that there are a lot of misconceptions about this subject of um, why am I here, the subject of purpose. You know, so some persons, you know, have, um, you know, have been swamped um, with lots of, um, lots of materials online, you know, that sort of, um, has generated lots of misconceptions in their heart about the subject of purpose and you know people just say live let's just live and let's just live like you know you know you you, you there's there are lots of stuff that people a lot of stuff that people say and then you're beginning to wonder okay maybe that i mean there's no real um essence to you know to live in maybe we should just you know purpose is, is nothing we should just anything you just do just do it and all of that yeah please what would you say are the misconceptions about um, about purpose, discovery, why am I here? I think that the greatest misconception is that it's something that you just know just like that. You know, that whether it's through reading a book or attending a course, you know, or speaking to a person, you can just discover your purpose for life, you know, like how, you know, you kind of discover what it is that you want to study in school, you know, or that, no, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a journey. Um, 
I think that's the biggest misconception. You know, it's not instant, guys. And the same way that your relationship with God is a journey, and your relationship with anybody really. I mean, if you think about, you know, whether it's your spouse or some of your closest friends, and you think about the evolution of your relationship, you see that it's been a journey. And I think it's the exact same thing. You know, it just does not happen overnight. So I think that the biggest misconception is that there's this thing that you will do that will just make you discover it instantly, and that doesn't happen. Great stuff, great stuff. You know, and 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 my, I, I was sort of like look at the Bible, and I mean, and I can actually relate it to what is just said. You know, the fact that um, you know, if you look at David, for example, you can say you want to actually say what exactly was David's purpose. But David's purpose was found in one of the events he appeared in, right? Yeah. And you know, it was it was just a series of events that he found himself, and it was just. Um, a deliverer at this point he was the warrior at this point and a whole lot of that uh, I mean yeah I think you, I, I, I can actually um, say that you are very correct with the fact that we shouldn't just um, expect one particular event to just um, be the determining factor but that um, we should yeah. um, let the about the time yeah exactly okay great um, then uh, I'm going to ask you this question you know there are also folks listening to us and you know they're living with doubts and confusion about life. Uh, if you, if you, um, if you have to advise anyone who is on that, uh, who is on that level right now, I know yeah, doubts happens a lot. You know, and confusion sets in. But then, uh, what would you, what would be your advice? Honestly, because I've been, you know, I've experienced a season before when I was doubting and I was confused. I think that you just have to shift your focus from yourself, you know, and shift it onto God. Um, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, for me, it was really Matthew 6.33. You know, I remember I listened to a message um, from my church, Elevation Church, by our lead pastor, Pastor Godman, about being a kingdom addict. And that message really was a transforming point in my life because it was really all about Matthew 6.33, and he really just broke it down. I think that the moment you understand that God didn't create you for, for, for your, you know, just all about you and your, you know, and your, and your own community and just your family and just you to be happy, that God actually created you for much more than that. And you shift your gaze from yourself and stop being so fixated on me, me, me. And you really shift your gaze onto God and you read Matthew 6.33 and really let it, like sink in yeah genuinely i think that it, i mean for me that was life-changing um and i think that once again like i keep saying it's a journey so if anybody's feeling down or discouraged and confused i think you know even this whole pandemic has definitely altered how a lot of people are feeling because it's just been you know it's been it's been a time of very mixed feelings you know so many people have had horrible experiences you know people have lost loved ones and all that and even as the bible says you know life is in seasons i think it's really just you get into the point where you find whatever it is in god that makes you happy so whether it's you know focusing on god by listening to worship music listening to messages reading books you really need to build yourself up in the lord you need to shift your gaze from all the horrible things that are happening and shift your gaze onto God. And there are so many ways to do that. I mean, we live in a time where technology has made it so easy for us to have great resources. You know, we don't have to go to a library and look for books, you know, or beg somebody to borrow you their book or their CD or their tape. You know, just go, just go on YouTube. You know, there are so many amazing messages um, that teach you about 
the kingdom of God, you know, and what God expects from us. And those things build you up. The music as well is just awesome. I mean, worship music for me is such a great tool, you know, against devices of the enemy when it comes to sadness and discouragement. So I think it's really just being intentional about building up your work with God, being intentional about realizing that, listen, as a believer, you are the light of the world and the enemy is going to try to make you sad and down so that you do not fulfill your purpose. He's going to do anything he can to prevent you from doing that which God sent you to do. So you've got to be intentional in battling those things. Also remembering that, listen, the weapons of our warfare are not canal. You know, this is a conversation that I feel like I'm constantly having where we can't just look at what's happening around us and think that's it. There's so much more that lies beneath, you know. If the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that means that we should know that surely they are not carnal and that there's so much more. And that's where, you know, you've been intentional about what you're listening to, what you're watching, the music, the books you're reading, the people in your life are so important because all those things do help change how you feel about many things. And they do alter, you know, things that you could possibly have gotten into. So I think it's really just about focusing on God and using all those practical tips that I've given as examples. Amazing, amazing stuff, uh, Felicia. And then I also needed to like um, help me also um, talk to someone who just feels that, okay, I have a good job, I have food on my table, uh, I have clothes to wear, I have a car to drive. What more am I looking for in life? Is that, I mean, do you think that is all? Or do you think there's more to life than just you know, um, you know, just having food, having clothes, and having a car to drive. Or, I mean, just, or can one just be content with that and just say, I mean, as long as I have a job, I have a car, I have, I have food, uh, I have family, I have friends, then I'm okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I've learned um, in life. I've learned that all the things that you desire, right? So you desire, um, okay, so let's say you are a student, you desire to graduate. When you graduate, you start to get a job. When you get a job, you start to settle down maybe and have a family. When you have a family, you know, you desire, you desire, you desire. I have found that even when people have all those things, hmm, yeah, they know that there's still more. People still desire more. A lot of people have this nudging feeling. I don't know anybody who has all the things that you've said, who, does, who still doesn't have that nudging feeling that there's more. There's something more. There's something missing. There's something more. Comfort is good, right? I mean, obviously, I mean, even for us to even build the kingdom of God, you know, we need a certain level of comfort, you know. Mm -hmm. You need a certain level of funding, a certain level of peace of mind, right? Yeah. But I, I rarely come across a person, whether the person is a believer or not, that is just content with just all that and that's it, you know. And that's why you find that, you know, there's so many people that we know, celebrities who, you know, appear to have done great, amazing things. And then you hear that the person committed suicide and you're like, uh-uh, from where to where? Because there's a part of your life that only God can fill. That's true. And people try to fill that part with many things. You know, they they try to fill it with things that they think it should be filled with. More, 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 more money, more cars, more houses. But it's never enough. And you and I know that. So yeah. I think that it's really just understanding that you're always going to want more. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you have. You know, you just always want more. So really, uh, just realize that your life is not just about you. You are yeah. important to God for sure. But there's so much more than that. What does God want you to give back to the world? You know, what does he want you to do outside of just yourself? It's a very, very important question that we all need to ask ourselves. And I believe that it's something that God is constantly revealing to us in different ways. So yeah, that would be that would be my response. Well, I guess that is uh, 
a miracle for someone. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, um, Felicia. Yeah, we should, we're bringing this to a wrap already. What will be your final words on this subject of why am I here, subject of purpose um, and all of that? I think that my final words really are just, ladies and gentlemen, this thing is a journey, right? Don't fall for any gimmicks that make you feel like you can just discover it instantly. I know that we live in a time of everything is instant, you know, it's so, in, you know, like the um, comforts of technology and development have made us a bit lazy, I think, you know, where you just feel like, oh, I want this and I got it, you know, so you want to discover this thing and you want to discover it now, you know, I want to do this and I want to do it now, I want to be developed and I want to be developed now, there's so much instantness, you know, in our subconscious, but just realize that this is a journey and you will get there and you are constantly discovering, in fact, I find that many people feel like when they've discovered it or when they think that this is it, God is adding more, you know, God is refilling more, you know, it's like you are walking down a road and as you're walking down that road you can't see what's in front of you and you think that you come to the end and god just opens up another chapter you know there's just always more there's always more to discover so i think it's really just let's all know that it's a that it's a journey you know we're on this purpose of discovery and don't ever fall for any gimmicks that make you think that you can do it instantly it just does not happen like that Wow, thank you so much, uh, Felicia. What an inspiring time we really had today, uh, learning about the subject of why am I here from you. I really appreciate all the insightful stuff you've shared. And I hope our listeners have been tremendously um, blessed by this exposition. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, okay, guys, um, that is Felicia Badamosi. Um, she's been talking to us about the subject of purpose. And I'm sure you've been, um, you know, you, you've been really, really, really inspired by all that she um, has really shared with us. You can find more about Felicia Badamosi on uh, social media. Felicia, um, please, can you share your handles with us? And it's Felicia. Yeah, so, yeah, so my, so my um, Instagram handle is Felicia G. That's F-O-L-U-S-O. There's no H, G. <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, on Instagram and on LinkedIn, it's Fulisha Badamosi. That's it. All right, thank you so much. Thank okay, guys, show I really um, appreciate you for you know for listening to today's episode, and I would love you to please do me a favor, subscribe, and also share this episode with someone so they could also be inspired. And if you have been listening for a while now, I also want to really appreciate you, and I will also ask you for a favor, um, please share this episode with someone as well. Give us a review on um, Apple Podcast or wherever it is you're listening from. Uh, let us know how well we're doing. And if you have um, suggestions, uh, comments, you can please send them to faithculture01 at gmail.com. I would really love to hear from you. And until I come your way next time, uh, please remember all that has been shared. You can listen to this episode over and over again, right? And I'm sure you will um, be delighted that you did. Um, thank you once again, Foolish, for coming to the show. I wish you the best as you continue with all the amazing stuff you're doing. Thank you so much for having me and well done on this show. All the best. Thank you. So, okay, guys, bye. See you. Remain blessed. <laughs>